Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to episode seven of We Are Not Okay. I'm one of your hosts, Ashley Paez. And I'm Kayla. And I'm Vanessa. <clears throat> Welcome back to a new episode. We're really excited to have you here. Um, thank you for listening so far. We're almost going to hit 10 episodes, which I feel like that's a milestone for us. Yay. We got to celebrate. Party. Celebrate. Literally party time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm really happy that we've made it this far. I know seven episodes maybe is like, what? That's not a lot, but I feel proud of us. So thank you for being here and Hope you continue listening and you enjoy this episode today. It's crazy because it feels like yesterday we were just like releasing our first one. No, literally. That's how I feel every time we release. I'm like, oh my gosh. (sighs) It's so, uh, yeah. Thank you guys. And so just to start off the episode, we're going to do our usual check-in and recommendations. Um, Vanessa, would you like to go first? Oh god, I Thank was god not ready said to be that. Thank god you said that cuz I didn't want to go first. <laughs> Please, I wasn't ready to be called first. Uh, I mean, I'm calling you out. I know and I don't like it. Um, <laughs> I mean, what can I say? I'm good. Um, all things considered, it's the middle of the quarter, you know. No. It's starting to get hotter outside, which is really nice cuz then, you know, it's like summer's finally coming. Um I've been good. It's just, I mean, what it always is, you know, like school's stressing me out. Um, but other than that, I mean, things are pretty good all around, I think. Um, for Rex and stuff, I was like, I was still thinking of what I was going to say when you fucking, <laughs> when you called me. Um, <clears throat> recommendations. I feel like, I mean, I haven't really been watching things because I've been trying to like catch up on like schoolwork and stuff. So I've feel like I haven't really, like, watched anything new. Um, what's it called? Um, I've just been, like, I mean, I've been watching Little House on the Prairie still. That's, like, the one that I keep, like, consistently oh, watching. Yeah, yeah we're about to we finish season six. Wait, what was that? Every episode we get the little updates on how that's yeah. going. Yeah, which, I mean, I guess for this one, we're on, we're going to start season seven the next episode, I think, and we might be like on the last one of season six, mm-hmm. um, which is exciting because Miss Laura Ingalls, she's like officially a teacher now. Um, she's like 16. She just turned 16 and she's a teacher now and stuff. And like her boyfriend Jeez. proposed to her. So they're going to get married oh and God. stuff soon, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's exciting. It's really nice to like see her now because she like she kind of dresses older now. Like she doesn't wear the braids anymore. And it's like, mm-hmm. damn. I don't know. That's crazy. I'm like, I watched you grow up, even though, like, I mean, the show's from the 70s, so, like, she's (laughs) 50-something years old now, Mm -hmm. but, like, you know, um, so I've just, I've just been watching that with my mom, um, I'm trying to think, as for, like, music recs and stuff, well, we just finished reading a book in one of my classes, actually, uh, called In Other Words by miss jumpa lahiri which that one i really liked it and i would recommend i think you would like it kayla like you know because you're also like a since you also want to be a polyglot and stuff um it's um it's about this like lady that basically she wants to learn italian and she starts learning it like in her mid-20s and then she just it's kind of just like her journey of like 
taking language classes or not, not even like language classes, but like trying to like learn it and stuff. And then eventually she like moves to Rome with her family and stuff. So she can like really like immerse herself in the language. And then like eventually she stops writing in English and she like her challenge is to like just write and read in Italian and stuff. Um, but I really liked it because, cool. yeah, I, I really liked it because it's very like self-reflective and yeah. She talks a lot about like identity and stuff because her, I think her parents are from India. Yeah, they're from somewhere in India and like she grew up here in the US. So she always talks about how like, you know, she has like an identity crisis kind of because she feels like she doesn't really fit in with like the Indian part of herself because like she's not like she doesn't speak Bengali like perfectly or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then you're in the US, like people see her and then they kind of give her weird looks when she has like really perfect English because I mean you know she's lived here her whole life and then in learning Italian like a lot of people also kind of give her like weird looks because it's like why do you want to learn this language that you have no like connection to basically because it's not like she has any family or any like friends or anything like you know like she lives in the U.S. like she's not gonna need Italian yeah Um, so like her wanting to learn it just like it really is just a matter of like she just wants to you know that sounds so interesting and like I feel like I could really resonate with with like all those points um especially I was talking to my coworker recently I've just I've ever since I was a child I've always felt like really insecure just about my like my speech and my pronunciation in like all languages that I know I was born with like a messed up mouth like I was born tongue-tied I had huge tongues like, so I, I have a really hard time, like, pronouncing, and it, it honestly, like, makes me kind of insecure sometimes. Mm-hmm. But um, despite that, like, sometimes feeling insecure with languages, it's, um, learning a language is such a journey. Like, there's so much that you have to, like, put into it. And like how you said, like, you're, you're kind of able to reflect on yourself, like, in the process and just, um, it's, like, so rewarding, like, being able to, like, communicate with like people around the world like in those they're in those languages and you know so like even though I get insecure sometimes it's like at the end of the day it's super rewarding yeah yeah exactly and so it's that's why I really enjoyed the book because it it was nice to like it was nice to see like somebody else like reflect on that journey and stuff especially Mm -hmm. with a language that's like so so different from one like what you speak here every day right yeah and like so different from like her own parents language and stuff um so that one I would definitely recommend um and it's a it's a pretty easy read and it's cool because like on the left side of the book the pages are in Italian and then on the right side is in English so like really it's like you're reading like half the book basically you know but it's like super cool because then like sometimes I'd like try to like look over to the like Italian side obviously I didn't understand anything but like it was it was pretty interesting yeah so that's so cool and that um I don't think I have any new music recs um I've kind of just been listening to like the same stuff but oh I will say though I am really excited because I have um I have a Florico show on Saturday um and it's gonna be like the first time dancing since like September two years ago so I'm like really really stoked for that um yeah that's that's about it for my uh we love to see it up to date very fun yeah what about you ashley 
Oh my gosh, don't look at me like that. Oh, so have I been? I, oh my gosh, I feel like I keep coming on here and not okay, but I am hanging in there. I'm hanging in there, so. Keeping with the theme of the show. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Um, Absolutely. Very on brand. Um, (laughs) But I am hanging in there, uh, trying my best, taking it day by day. Um, As for recommendations, I haven't been listening to much music, but one song that just came out and I'm obsessed with is Eeny Meeny by Young Baby Tate. That is a bop in the car, like anywhere. Like that song wants me to like go outside and go dance or something because that song, oh my god, it just reminds me of like a party song. So I'm excited for the future where I can dance to that outside or something. Hopefully, hopefully, but if not, it's okay. Um, Gonna go listen after this. <laughs> it's so good. It's so fun. Um, I love when I love when female rappers like. <laughs> I'm. This sounds bad. I love when they talk to men like they're trash, like they're nothing, disposable. <laughs> like yeah. you are nothing. Like that's so fun to me. Like a different narrative because usually it's the other way around. So yeah, I love female empowerment. <laughs> Like recently, I've been hearing a lot of people that are like, they get annoyed whenever girls like talk down on guys. But it's like one like, whether it's joking or like, I think the majority is just joking. Like just just joking because it's just a harmless statement. No, yeah, usually those gals are some of the sweetest people. Like they're not gonna actually treat them like that. But you know, like. Usually it's the other way around, like, guys call yeah. bitches. Yeah, and, like, where's the energy, like, when it's the other way around, like... Yeah, I mean, it's... I feel like it's fair game in that style of music, like, you know, I'm yeah. not really getting offended when I'm listening to, like, a male rapper being, like, disrespectful. Maybe I should, but I'm not, like... I'm, like, it's all yeah. fun and games, I guess. Like, I'm not gonna take it to heart. Because uh, yeah. sometimes I like when they sing that way, too, or, like, they rap that way. <laughs> not yeah. gonna lie. Not yeah. Lie. But <laughs> some podcasts I've been in, like listening to. These are my go-to podcasts. I just want to shout them out because honestly, like when I'm not feeling the best, like I'll t- turn on a podcast. Used to be music over podcast. Now it's definitely podcasts that get me through it. So like the mm-hmm. Dave Chang show that I've kind of mentioned before, and he has like a spinoff show from that called Recipe Club where they test out a bunch of recipes. And they see who's the winner and the best recipe. And I really love that show. I have not tested out any of the recipes, though. But I love listening. So that's all that matters. When you test one out and you bring it over here and we could eat it together. No, literally. I will. I will. Um, So just shout out to them. And also, My Favorite Murder. Such a good true crime podcast. And I don't know why (laughs) listening to that makes me... You wouldn't think it, but they're really funny. It is a true crime yeah. podcast, but I didn't really think funny. you were a true crime girl. <coughs> true crime is so. I'm a true crime girl. I've been. You didn't know this about me. I, I didn't know. Oh my gosh, I've been. I've been. I used to. Oh my gosh, I think. This is news to me. No, I've always been a true crime girl. I remember you mentioning it. Oh, I guess I haven't talked about it to you guys. I mean, I don't really talk about it too much, especially like my podcast. I feel like 
you know, it's like my everyday routine, so I'd always like talk about it because I'm like, it's like, it's like going to eat a meal. Like, I'm not gonna tell you yeah. every meal. Just I eat. listening like, to murders, literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's routine for me. Like I, I know so many murders, and like I don't know. For a while, I used to get really paranoid everywhere I went because I was such a true crime girly. But now I'm better. Yeah, that's how I felt, especially like watching shows like Criminal Minds. I'd be like, oh every, gosh, I feel so. It's harder for me to watch true crime shows, though. I will say it's easier for me. Like, um, I don't listen to other true crime podcasts really. I listen to Georgia and Karen from My Favorite Murder. They make it like so palatable, I guess, because they're so funny yeah. and they shed light on like important stories too. So like, yeah. I really like listening to them. And they they've yeah. gotten me through many many years. Like I've been listening to them since high school. Like they've gotten me through it. Oh, yeah. like I don't even know you. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Dude, one true crime I just found out about was the Menendez brothers. That oh, situation. I don't think I know that story. Oh, we'll save it for another we'll time. Save it for another- <laughs> we have a true crime episode. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's so I'll spell one out. Oh my god! I didn't know about it, and I told my grandma, and she was like, "Yeah, it was like super like big, and I think it was the '90s. It was like a really big thing." No, yeah. So, um, as in terms of like what I'm watching, I haven't really been watching too much. Um, but I have started The Circle on Netflix because my boyfriend recommended it to me so much so that he told me he literally applied to be on it. Um. Like, he loved it that much. (laughs) (laughs) Like, watch it. It's what could have been. Like, (laughs) the circle, it's like a social media competition. I don't. Okay, so they're separated. There's eight strangers, or like however many strangers. They're all separated in different rooms. They never meet each other, they never interact. They only interact via this social media thing called the circle and it's not like on your phone like they're not having access to the outside world um it's on these like tvs around their apartments that they get um and they talk to it they're like circle send this message and then they'll say like whatever and they just like they interact with each other like that and they you can go in as a catfish or you can go in as yourself and you rank each other like after like different activities and you see like who's the most likable and at the end you win like I think it's like a hundred thousand dollars ten thousand dollars I don't know something like that that feels dystopian I know it it really is but I really but, like it I'm tell me why I thought it was a drama and your boyfriend was trying to be an actor <laughs> no. me too that's what I meant I was like I was like can you try to go into acting now okay no <laughs> like, damn <laughs> no it's like a social media game so that that has been something i'm watching i finished the first season in like two or three days it's only 12 episodes but they're like 40 minutes long hmm. and i know kayla i need to finish the shows you recommend to me okay i'm sorry i'm sorry I'm, I'm so sorry the I'm next episode for the day. <laughs> i'll come in with your recommendations um but yeah i had to i had to watch and I binged, so... By the 10th episode, by our 10th episode. By the 10th episode, I'll catch up with you. the celebration. Literally. That was my gift. That, yeah, that'll literally be it. So that's how everything is for me. Those are my recommendations. Also, um, I discovered a new LaCroix flavor, the guava <laughs> one. It is so good. I really enjoy it. I also tried the hibiscus one. Do not get the hibiscus one. Waste of money. 
uh, not not okay, not okay to consume. Mm-hmm. What about you, Kayla? How are you doing? I don't really know how I've been doing because I've been trying to distract myself from my feelings. So that's mm-hmm. how I'm doing. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. Okay, so I was doing bad, but then um, I talked to like friends, family about it, and so I've been just like doing things to make myself feel better. And I'm pretty sure they've been working because I haven't been feeling so terrible. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like like I went over um, to go and hang out with my older brother, um, and oh my god, it changed my life because we watched Mamma Mia one and two and that is actually my recommendation everybody drop what you're doing you need to watch mama mia one and two and listen to the entire soundtrack because had you watched it before i watched it before Uh but i didn't remember it like i I watched it before you watched the second one too you watched the second one too before yeah, not the second one. So I watched the first one, and I really liked it when I was little. But you never and, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I never watched the second one. And so we watched both of them, and since then I've been, like, obsessed. Like, well, I watched it I watched it earlier in the day, and so I told my brother, like, we need to watch it. And then we all, I watched them again, like, both of them for a second time, like, mm-hmm. that day. But then he told my cousin and, like, his girlfriend – that he watched them and like now they're all listening to the soundtrack everybody's watching it so that's why i'm like you guys all need i watched the second one in theaters like i'm a mama mia girl too (laughs) yeah it's so good like at work i've been playing the soundtrack my poor coworker, i was taking her through all my musicals i was like oh my gosh as the young mom is perfect yeah she played the part so well even the customers came in and they were like, is this a Mamma Mia soundtrack? And I was like, yes, it is. And they were like, you got good taste. And I was like, thank you very much. Oh, my God. Some of my favorites, well, I can't remember the, the t- name of the songs from the second one. But one of my favorites from the first one is Honey, Honey. Like, the oh first God, song. tell me why I was going to say that. Honey, That's honey, one of my favorites. Honey, honey. That song is that just, song like, is so, so good. good. The way that you look tonight. So that's really uh, like, one of my favorites. It's so addicting. Like I I think I played it like ten times at work with my coworker. I was like, I'm so sorry. This is just my and favorite. And in the second one, I really love Angel Eyes. That one is so Angel Eyes. Good. Yeah, or just the way Lily uh James sings the is it I Have a Dream? Yeah. Yeah, that one. And then what was the other one that she did? Uh, oh, the name of the game. Oh I like God. that one a lot. I love how Cher comes in at the end to sing Fernando. That is iconic. Oh my God, yeah. That scene is so funny when um, the guy across like the other side is like, Ruby! <laughs> I laughed my ass off. <laughs> it was so, like, it was just so good. It made me bawl my eyes out. Oh my God. Uh, especially in the first one when... Meryl Streep sings to Amanda Seyfried. Mm-hmm. She sings um, the sipping through my fingers all the time. Oh, I love that TikTok. That it's a TikTok song now. Yeah, but that that scene made me so sad. And then the second one, um, when they sing at the church to each other, mm-hmm. like that one, like that made me cry so hard. 
Um, so yeah, those that's how I've been, and that's been helping me. Um, besides that, I also I bought the Demon Slayer uh, manga, and I'm so excited to start it. Demon Slayer honestly has been like such a life changing uh, thing for me. Like, there's so many morals in that story and the way that they're just portrayed and the characters and the backstory for all the characters. It's just, it's so good. And the animation is amazing. Um, I can't wait for like the second season to come out, but it's been like really like helping me a lot. They write the characters like so, 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 so well. And just like the entire story. Like I think the main character, Tanjiro, he's like one of my favorite main characters of all time, like in anything, in any story, like, Mm -hmm. It's just, I'm repping for him in, like, anything that he does. But, yeah, so that, that's how I've been. Those are my recommendations. Oh, my gosh, I love it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so, for today's episode, we wanted to do something new. Um, so, these are going to be called our Soundwave Symposiums. And basically, it's just a series of episodes where we talk about some of our favorite songs. And so the goal is to, like, talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, I got kind of sick last weekend, and my throat <laughs> is so sore. Our uh, Yeah, anyway, um, yeah, so basically, like, every episode that we, like, do this, we'll be talking about um, songs relating to, like, a specific, like, adjective or, like, vibe. And so this week we chose songs that make us happy and, like, just, you know, get our mood up and stuff. So we're each going to talk about five songs, and then talk about what they mean to us and why we like them and stuff like that so who would like to begin with two of theirs i'll start with two of mine so i'll kind of go into like how often i listen to it how i found it like any attachment or whatever so the first one they're not in any order because i can't really rank them like i don't i don't know it's too hard to rank for me so the first one is jebusem parentheses i love you by donny hathaway and this one's, like, I'm sure I've heard it, like, in my youth, I guess. But it's kind of a more of a recent discovery. Like, last year, um, I was looking for, like, soulful love songs. And it's actually in my soulful love song playlist. Um, and my can't help but smile playlist of full of oldies. Um, <laughs> and it, it's just, like, so pure. And, like, I listen to it really often. It is, like, a love song. But I wouldn't categorize it in, like, my love song stuff. It is a love song, but, you know, I'm talking about it because it always makes me feel good and it makes me, like, really happy. I always want to sing along to it, like, no matter what. It's, like, the perfect, like, it makes you feel warm inside. Like, that's the kind of song it is. Um, Hmm. So, it's very sweet, very beautiful, and I just love soul music. You know, I feel like it literally is, like, good for the soul, you know, not to be corny. Um, and one part of the song that I really like is of all the things needed by a man, I think you should know it's you that I need more. So it's like all your desires that you have as a human, like that person, you need them more than like anything else you need, like even breathing. I don't know. (laughs) I really like it. Like, I really like that. Um, and then like every day, sugar, I want you to know that I love you, baby. Yes, I do. Like, I think that is so beautiful. Like, I feel the same way. Like, I want my loved ones to know every day that I care and love them. Um, so it's a very sweet sentiment, very sweet song. Wow. <laughs> I love you. Oh, my God, stop. 
So I'll move on to my second songs because we're gonna do like two at a time. Uh, the second one is "Fantasy" by Mariah Carey. Woo! I love Woo! this song, <laughs> and it's like a best of both worlds for me because I also love the song. It samples "Genius of Love" by Tom Tom Club. Um, yeah, it's so funky and cool, and I have like a groove is in the heart playlist, and "Genius of Love" is in that one. Um, so it's kind of like a once in a while listen. Like I don't listen to it all the time, but I love to listen to it. Like whenever I do, it puts me in a good mood because I think of Rush Hour. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there there's this movie called The Little Girl. Yeah, The no. Little Girl. Yeah. She sings like in the limousine. Oh, uh, this song, and I always think of that every time I listen. So it instantly puts me in a good mood. Um, and it's like a song from childhood, you know, a classic bop and always makes you want to dance and the harmonies in this song are like no other literally so good mariah no, carey is a legend like no one no one compares to mariah carey like sorry um and then the parts that i really like are i'm in heaven with my boyfriend my laughing boyfriend i think that part when she sings that it's i don't know i think it's so funny to me like i don't know why i find that funny but i also think it's really cute um and she has like there's no beginning and there is no end and I feel like that's kind of like the rush of new love like there is no beginning and no end to like the two people like we are one you know I feel like that's the perfect embodiment of new love and like the whole fantasy aspect so I really like that and those are my two to start us off fantasy is like I don't feel like anybody can dislike that song so good it's just so good um so i guess i'll start with my two my first song is uh nana by malo um so i i've always heard this song since i was little because my grandparents are uh big fans of the band but um i had a phase i never told you guys i had a phase freshman year of college where i loved listening to this song um like whenever i walked down bruin walk Mm-hmm. And it was it was funny because when I would walk down Bruin Walk, like, because it's a fast paced song, mm-hmm. so I would try to like walk faster. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, like I, I, oh I don't know. I felt like I was in like a movie, and I was like, I was like, don't don't break down to, not to be like cringy, but I was like, don't break down to a dance, don't break down to a dance. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was hard not to dance. Um, it's honestly one of my like three like the songs that you dance to at like. 2 a.m. in your room when you think you're having a concert like that's mm-hmm. it's one of those songs um for me and it honestly it reminds me of when I um took dance classes in high school mm-hmm. and it, it makes me miss it sometimes because like it was honestly like a lot a lot of fun I used to take a uh, salsa bachata and cumbia classes and I, I think I want to start going again Vanessa you inspired me <laughs> ah, nice do it I <laughs> love dancing it's I don't know it's so nice. Yeah. It's just, like, so, like, fun. And, like, it's kind of like a stress reliever. I have a lot of fun doing it. Like, even now when I'm, like, learning K-pop dances, I'm like, this is so much fun. <laughs> really? Yeah. And um, I don't think there's any, like, lyrical part that stands out to me because the, the, the lyrics are very simple. But I feel like that's what makes it even better because they're so simple, but... Um, the back part of the song like everything else from like the trombones the guitars the drums the bass the trumpets like they're 
it, it's all like just so grand and so big that it it really takes those simple lyrics and like has like a stronger effect um especially there's a part that i really like in the song um it's the part where it goes and then the trombones come in and they go and then the the trumpets come in on top of that and the staccato at the end of each of the notes gets me every time gets me every time (laughs) i love that part of the song and that's when like i i think i dance the most um so yeah that's my first song uh, and then for my second song, I think I I grouped the songs like in in to two, and these are the songs where I really like the back parts of the song. Um, so my second song is "Score Biz" by Tina Marie. Um, I listen to this song all the time. If like if I had to choose a theme song for my life, it would be <laughs> this oh this song. Like I don't know what it is about this song, but it's just so addicting to me. Um, my attachment to the song it's actually uh one of so i have a -A build-a-bear it's the sound inside of my build-a-bear oh my god (laughs) it's the sound inside of my build-a-bear um how i found it it's one of my mom's favorite songs also so whenever it comes on like i I probably just uh, hear it growing up but whenever it comes on um she uh she always makes sure to say like this is my song right here this is my song and I'm like, I don't think it is. No, I think it's my song. <laughs> she would always say that growing up. And um, this is what I mean by the the back part of the song. Like, just the opening alone, in the beginning, the song has, like, a piano roll. And then the bass kicks in. And then the trumpets kick in. And then there's, like, a hi-hat in the background. And um, it's also one of the catchiest choruses I think I've ever heard in my life the mm-hmm. I'm talking scorpions to you baby square square thing I'm talking love that is I just oh I love it so 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 much so yeah those are my first two songs okay mm-hmm. so for my first two songs the first one I'm gonna go with is what I consider to be a classic <clears throat> by Miss Taylor Swift our song Oh my uh, god, yes. I was gonna put I was thinking of, I was thinking of putting this, but I was like, no, 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 no. You had to know it was coming. <laughs> um Oh my gosh. Wait, Vanessa, I can I post the clip of you serenading me to that song? Cause I made Vanessa learn our song for me one time. We were FaceTiming and I was like, Vanessa, can you play our song for me? And she literally looked up the chords right in front of me, learned the song, sing it like literally like this, like she's a genius. So I think I'm gonna have to post that clip. Yeah, stay stay tuned for that guys. That that will be up, I suppose. Um No, but I, I love that song. I okay, I will say I'm always like I'm always talking about how I don't like country music and like, I really don't, but there's like a couple of like songs here and there that, you know, are like bops, like our song, I can start to be like very like country and like Tennessee whiskey, but that's like, that'll be a separate, (laughs) that'll be a separate thing. But I really, really like this one just because like, I don't know. It's so like upbeat and it feels like it's so like, like it feels so like innocent and so like, just so sweet. You know what I mean? Like, like that's such a like, 
like, I don't know. That's such a, like, when you're in love and it's, like, everything's all, like, great, you know? And everything's like, so like, new. Like, the littlest yeah. things are, like, oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, like, the littlest things are, like, the biggest and stuff. And so, like, lyrically, it's great. I love it because just, like, the chorus itself when she's, like, you know, describing, like, our song is, like, mm-hmm. all these, like, random noises. It's, like, that's such a, like... That's so that's poetic. That's like, a hopeless romantic thing to do, yeah. you know? And she's so right for it. Mm-hmm. Like, she's right, you know? The video is so uh, cute, also. Yeah, and the video is cute. And yeah, I love watching it now because it's like, like, Taylor Swift like such a baby, you know? Like, mm-hmm. she looks so, like, young. Um, but I love that song because that one, when it comes on, like, I just, like, immediately want to, like, sing it. And it makes me want to do, like, a southern accent and, like, just, you know, like, belt yes. it out. So, yeah, that one I really, really love. And that one, like, I can't skip it when it comes on. I just have to, just takes over me and I just have to, like, do it, you know? No, literally. Uh, yeah, so that's that's my first one. And then for my second song, it's called, um, it's called Le Do Piano, which is basically the two pianos. And it's one of the songs off the Amelie soundtrack. Um and that one I really love. Well, because like one, Amelie's my favorite movie, so like I already have like that attachment to it, I guess you could say. Um, but the song in particular I really like just because like it's just um it's a piano song. Um and it's just pianos, it's two. And it's just it's also really just like super like upbeat and it just sounds like really like happy, you know? And like for some reason, whenever I think of this song, I think of the last scene in the movie when like she's like riding on the Vespa with like the the other like main character mm-hmm. they're like riding down the streets of Paris in a Vespa and like for some reason every time that I think of that at that scene like this song is playing even though in the movie that's actually not the song it's I don't know which one it is I think it's just like the main theme from the movie or whatever um but like it always makes me think of that scene because it's just like so like happy and so like nice um so I really like this one and it's like one of those songs that I was like oh my gosh I'm gonna learn this on the piano and then like I didn't because it's kind of hard <laughs> but like maybe I have to ask you to do it and then you'll do it I know I'll do anything for you so <laughs> <laughs> um no so yeah so like I'll go back to it every couple of months I'm like maybe I'll like try this again so who knows maybe after this episode I'll try to go learn it again but yeah so that's that's one of those that yeah like when I listen to it it just just makes everything feel nice. Like sometimes I'll listen to it on my way home from work and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, this is, this is great. Um, so those are, those are my first two songs. Okay. So my next two songs, the first one is it was a good day by ice cube. Such a classic. So, so many good vibes from this song. It reminds me of my older sister because she loves like this type of music like 90s, 2000s, R&B, hip-hop, you know, all that. She loves it. So I always think of my sister when I listen to this song. Um, And I don't play it all the time, but I play it once in a while. It's in my oldies, like, 90s, 2000s playlist. Um, It's such a good... I don't know, it just makes me feel, like, really happy. And, like, I just want to go for a drive. Like, I wish I was in a lowrider or something. Like, it's such a good song. Um... Lyrically, I I can't really pick because the lyrics, you know, there's actually a lot of social commentary in the lyrics in the song when you like when you really pay attention. Like he literally says, like, it's a good day because like nobody 
I know got killed in South Central LA. Like, there's a lot of yep. social commentary in this song, um, but I really enjoy it. And then the next song is the song I found on TikTok. I'm not sure if I've heard it before, but I know it's from TikTok. Uh, it's called La Niña Fresa by Banda Seta. <laughs> I love this song. Oh the instant serotonin. Oh my gosh, I love banda music. Like, I don't know why. Some people really don't. Like, I went to a quince once uh, for my friend. And some people were like, oh, there's banda all night. And I was living my best life dancing the whole night. I did not step off that dance floor, like. I was, was gonna say that's so like the fun. best music to dance to. No, if they literally. don't play it, <clears throat> did you really party? No, literally. Exactly. So that's what this reminds me of, like dancing at some quinces, some like family parties. Like these are the vibes from this song, and it's funny because um, my family like they'll call me like Fresita and like I love strawberries and like we do it as a joke like I'm not actually like one of those like stuck up girls but they call me that like as a joke and I'll call my mom that as a joke she's literally from a ranch so I'm like oh you're such a niña fresa now like if they saw you they wouldn't recognize you like you're so like you're such a city girl So, I don't know. It's kind of like an inside joke. And I love to play. I played it with my family the other day. We went to, like, Bellflower. And it's, like, such good vibes. Um, And it reminds me also something my uncles will play. They live in Florida, so I don't see them often. But whenever I listen to, like, fun, like, music, I just instantly think of them. Like, makes me want to, like, drink some beer, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I love it. Um, And I'm like, it's the Sinaloa in me. That's why I love Banda so much. (laughs) And I love, like, the lyrics, like, ¿Qué es lo que quiere la nena? And, like, what does, like, the princess want? Like, what does the queen want? Like, it's so cute. Like, I don't know. I love it. I imagine they're singing to me. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you'll do anything for me? Okay. Like, I love it. (laughs) Like, because it also reminds me of, like, of my family, because that's what they call me. They call me Nana Princesa, like, all that stuff. And then you're here in L.A., and, like, your friends, they're not going to call you that shit. What the fuck? They're going to call you, like, you dumb, you dumb person. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, yeah, those are mine. That's such a good song. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Uh, so, for my um, next two songs... Um, these are the two songs that they're like the lyrics lyrically they're kind of talking about like the end of love or like a forgotten love but to me they're just still so happy so the first song of my second part um is lilac by iu so iu is a really popular um uh k-pop artist and this song, like, I listen, it's been on repeat since it was um, released in March, late March. And I don't have any attachment or memories with it, but I just know that I'm going to make some. And that's honestly, like, what I think, like, the song, like, kind of is about. And I guess my, it's also my attachment to IU because I just think she's, like, a lyrical genius. Um, she's able to catch, like, little emotions so well with her lyrics. Mm-hmm. And so basically, like, the parts of the song I like is so... She's, she's been in, like, the industry since she was, like, super, super young, like, 15 years old. And now she's entering her 30s. And so she kind of released this song mm-hmm. as, like, a, an everlasting ending love for her fans. Oh, my God. And, 
Yeah, let me just release the lyrics, or let me just recite um, the lyrics to you guys. So she's talking about, one of them is called, um, she says, love me only till spring. And talking about like how it's like a warm breeze. So basically she's trying to symbolize that like, you know, she's 20 years old. She's entering her 30s. And like usually by that time, like fans, like don't like, but as they get older, like fans lose touch. But that she's like, oh, like I'm like this song is going to be our everlasting love. Um, and it's also like her talking about how she's excited, like to enter um, her 30s and kind of like saying goodbye to her 20s. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I need this song. It's so like the music video <clears throat> is so like good. It's basically just like a reflection like on her 20s as she prepares for her 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, like she and like even on like the she's on a train in part of the music video and on the sign it's like showing all her different like eras that she had and all like her singles and stuff mm-hmm. and um and like basically showcasing her, her emotional journey and then she bumps into people and she's trying to be nervous but excited but she eventually like just dances on the train and um like it's just like embracing like this new transition in her life is essentially and like even though like 20s is like supposed to be like your your best years or whatever she's like no like 30s could still um 30s could still be just as good and she's excited for the future and just the way she sings her voice is like one of my favorite voices of all time like it's so like it's just beautiful and it, even like the song like from like the beats and like the, the the chorus and everything it's just so happy and like just a, such a good song like you can't listen to it and not like like dance it's just so good um, my second song is Oh What a Night by the Dells. Mm-hmm. Um, oh so this is a song that I listen to a lot, like ever since I was little. Yeah. Um, my attachment to it, it's such a good song. It's and like, so I know good. it's, it's a song that would sound sad, but to me, like every time I listen to it, I get so happy because my attachment, like it shows my attachment to the song is that, you know, whenever I was really sad when I was little, um, the song, instantly made me feel better just from the lyrics alone it's like it's saying oh what a night to love again like oh what a night to remember like all our past memories and things like that Dang, and so it makes me like even though i'm in a bad spot what happened i was like you were deep when you were little (laughs) yeah no when i was like not when i was little but like (laughs) oh i I guess yeah because i thought you were like analyzing those lyrics when you were little i was like oh my gosh no, 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 not like analyzing, mm-hmm. but like it's a song that I always heard since I was little, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I heard it in like those those like memories that they're not big memories, but it's just simple moments, like, like when I was over at my grandma's moments. house, mm-hmm. and you know, like she made like yeah, like she made like she cooked a bunch of food, like we had like garnet salad, and like you know, like just like a bunch of food, and like we, our families would always have we would always have barbecues and stuff, and I'd hear the song in the background, and so it just took me back to like. It always take me back to when I was little and like those moments like mm-hmm. that where I didn't really have to worry about like mm-hmm. the things that I worry about now. Mm-hmm. And just the lyrics, like listening to the lyrics now, I'm like, oh shit, like I could actually like kind of resonate because it's talking about, oh, what a night, like to love again. So like, even though I'm older and I'm dealing like with more stuff and, you know, it's hard for me, it allows me to reflect on like those such like good past memories. And it also, like, gives me hope on, like, like let's say if I'm having, like, a bad, like, day. And whenever I listen to this song, it makes me, like, okay, like, the night's not over. 
you know, like, mm-hmm. like I could still like have like those same moments that I, I used to have. And like, it's not, it's not too late, mm-hmm. you know? And like, it just makes me feel hopeful. And like, just the song alone, like the, um, like just, there's everything about the song. Like, it's just so soothing and relaxing. Like it makes me just like, kind of want to like sway, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. I just, I instantly get calm. And like, I feel like, like if I'm stressed out, I feel like, okay, I'm like happy. You know, like I feel, I'm, I'm able to feel good again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So those are my two songs. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay. So for my next two songs, um, there's one by Wolf Alice, which also had to be on the list. Um, it's called Bros. And that one I really like because the lyrics are super sweet. It's um, it's basically like the singer is kind of like singing to her best friend. And it just kind of like mentions these like little like moments of them from like their childhood or whatever. But like there's some like really nice lines there. Like there's um, I think there's one that's like, oh, like there's no one quite like you. And it's just like, I don't know, it's just, it, it's like, I really like it because it makes me think of, like, my friends and, like, the bond that I have with my friends and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and just how, like, you spend, like, a lot of time with them and stuff and you just, like, make all these, like, memories. And then watching the video is really cool because um, it sees, like, two little kids kind of just, like, going around London and stuff mm-hmm. and kind of just, like, getting into trouble and, you know, just, like, messing around. And so it feels very, like, carefree, very, like, you know, just, like, good vibes. Mm-hmm. Um excuse me and so that one I I really like because that one I think I think I first heard that when I was like in middle school so it makes me think of like being in middle school and stuff too and just like hanging out with my friends and, and stuff like that um and then the next song is Break My Stride by Matthew Wilder <laughs> which that one it's just I don't know something about that like 80s pop you know mm-hmm. is like it makes me want to like I just always like bop my head to it and it's just like, I don't know, it's such a bop. Um, but I like it because, I mean, well, one, the lyrics are pretty, like, you know, they're they're very, uh, I feel like they're very, like, hopeful in a way. Because, you know, it's like, nobody's going to break my stride. Like, nobody's mm-hmm. going to hold me down. Nobody's um, going to hold me. <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. no. I've got oh to keep God. on moving. That's such a yeah. song. <laughs> yeah. So that one, I listen to it. Like, anytime that I listen to it, I'm like, yeah, everything's gonna be fine. Like, yeah. <laughs> you oh know? my gosh, you know that song reminds me of because I listen a lot. Um, when I'm with my family, we only listen to Kareth 101 because of my dad. So that's what I think <laughs> of Kareth 101. They always play that song. Yeah, this one, and I actually didn't hear this till I want to say maybe like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, to like when we went to our senior picnic in high school. Mm-hmm. Um one of my friends played it while we were, we went to, we went to, what's it called, to this, like, park, I think it was, oh, we went to, like, Irvine Regional Park, which is a really nice place, we should all go, um, I know you've been telling me, I'm like, it's a, it's a really, lo- like, nice place, they have, like, I know, I don't know how many times I've told y'all, <laughs> we've got to go, but it's really cool, because they have this, like, little lake there, and you can rent, like, those, like, paddle boats, yeah, and then you can rent, like, the four people bikes, Mm-hmm. like four or six people bikes that sounds so um, fun i'd love to do that so much fun it's a lot of fun to like ride those with your friends 
but then like by the end of it you're gonna hate them because it feels like no one pulled their weight and it's just like so hard to like oh my keep life around but it's so much <laughs> my fun my friends would oh. never want to go on that the only friend that would go on that was would be Leilani but Diana hell no gosh <laughs> uh, no it's it's so much fun we went that time and that was like where I heard it for the first time like at the park and stuff so it always makes me like think of that and it makes me think of this like field of flowers that they had there that were like taller than I was which I mean I'm not that tall but like you know <laughs> um and we we're just like taking pictures and stuff and it was just it was a really nice day so whenever I listen to this song like it makes me think of them and it makes me think of like that day and then it also just you know it, it makes me feel like yeah I can keep going it's gonna be fine and it makes me want to dance so what more could you ask out of a song? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So. Our last ones. All right. So my next one is, and my last one actually, is 34 plus 35. By oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, had, I had to include it because this song, the amount of times I've played this song is not okay. Um, I love this song so much. Like, it always makes you want to, like, group. I know it's a bit overplayed now because it's on the radio. It reached the radio. But I still love it. Like, anytime I hear it, I'm like, you know what? Turn it up. Like, this is good. Yeah. Um, the night position came out, and I asked you your favorite song. You're like, they're for their fights. Literally, <laughs> hands down. Hands down. Like, so good. It's such a good song. It's so fun. Like, I feel like all my songs are, like, really fun. Um... And it's, like, very explicit, you know. You shouldn't be listening if you're a young one. But it's so good. <laughs> I love how, like, it kind of goes unnoticed because it's, like, she's one of the pop girlies. So you're like, Ariana, like, what are you singing about? But I love that. Like, it's it's a little scandalous moment. Um, It's really cute to me, even though it is so explicit. Um, And, yeah, like you said, my fave off positions and I feel like it's like her one of her best singles besides Thank You Next, which I was struggling Thank You Next or this one, but I ultimately picked this one. Um, and then she she poetically says, like my favorite part when she does like this little breakdown, she's like, you such a dream come true, make a bitch want to hit snooze. Like how poetic oh, okay. is she? <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, it really spoke to me. So... <laughs> Had Those to, lyrics in that song are so good. I had to include that, yeah. Um, I had, yeah. So it's such a good song, forever bop for me. Like, um, I'm gonna play that when I'm cleaning the house. When I have kids, they're gonna know. Like, we're getting, we're getting shit done today. When they hear that, <laughs> straight up seven in the morning, we're cleaning yeah. the house today. Um, so <laughs> I love that, and I can't wait to like be outside and hear the song and like dance like another one of those songs i like really want to dance with a bunch of people and like in a sweaty room like to this song like scream my ass off so yeah right and for my final song um in honor of my mama mia phase right now i am going with dancing queen by abba (laughs) oh my god like that song i mean i don't listen to it often but like I feel like everybody knows that song. Like, you just remember, like, you just, ever since you were little, like, you just, like, you hear it, you know? You like have died at the UCLA parties because the way white people p- love to play that song, like, they will I know. play that song. Yeah. They will burn it to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
I wouldn't play it all the time, but, like... No, yeah, it's such a fun song. Like, you feel so free. And I remember when I turned 17, I couldn't wait. Because I'm the dancer. Yeah, no. And, so, so yeah, um... And I don't even, like... I can't even go into specifics, like, a part that I love or, like, a lyric. I just think all around that it's just... It's such a vibe. Like, I don't even know. Like, it just makes you want to dance. Um, I guess I really like... I really like the part that's, like... Having the time of your life. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I feel like it's just so uplifting. Like, yeah. I can't, can't describe it. It's just, it's just so uplifting and just a good, good time. I feel like that song itself is like, it, it's so revolutionary. I can't, I can't explain it. <laughs> yes. That's a great song. For my final song, I'm also going to go with something by ABBA, actually. Really? Um, yeah, oh I was debating shit. between Dancing Queen and um, Chiquitita, but Chiquitita, I had to go with the latter. I love that I song, too. I love that song so bad. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, like, there's just something about that song. I love like, to call my nieces Chiquitita. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so cute. Um, Yeah, like, that one is just, like, for some reason, I really like it, too. I feel like it also, you know, like, it's also kind of, like, uplifting and stuff. But just, like, more than anything, I think it's, like, fun to sing. Just because, like, fun. the chorus is so, like, I don't know. I feel like it's really, like, catchy, you know? And it's, like, one of the songs that, yeah, you kind of just have to, like, scream it Dude, when you're, like, that singing. that song makes me want to be, like, a wine mom and, like, sing. With my glass <laughs> yeah. of wine in one hand. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, like, I really love that one. And then um, there's a... I don't know if you guys have listened to it in Spanish, but because, like, they... I was singing in Spanish once. <gasps> Mm-hmm. And there's a video on YouTube, and so like when I listen to it, usually it like I'll like go on YouTube and listen to it in Spanish because I just like I really like I just really like that version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I don't know, like I guess like my favorite part of like the whole song is like at the end when they start playing on the piano and it's like yeah, and then they like the they do like the fuck what is it what's it called I don't know what it's called. But they're like playing, and then like the beat basically drops, and then like mm-hmm. they start playing that again, and oh it's it's God. like right at the end. Like mm-hmm. they don't sing anymore after that because it's just like the song fading out. But for some reason, like that part always like hypes me up. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, oh my God, just, it's such a good song, and that one does make you think of like being like little and stuff. Because my mom would listen to it sometimes too. Yeah, can we just talk about how like crazy and iconic it is that? people were able to make two whole like plots based off the ABBA discography. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like there's that's so more. crazy. There's more out there. Yeah. But like it, the song aligns so perfectly like with the transitions of the story. thought of that. Like what kind of geniuses? Like what? Yeah. Like just from the beginning like the honey honey and then like mm-hmm. Mama Mia when she sees like mm-hmm. you know her three and like the symbols in my fingers like it just it fits so well like it's crazy to me yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna go watch mama mia again after this because you're making me want to watch it again no yeah but i'm literally seriously, gonna go watch it after everybody needs to go and watch this if you see me posting mama mia on my story look away like don't ask me about it <laughs> no i'm like it's so everybody stop what you're doing go watch and listen because the they put like the longer versions or of the covers on like the actual soundtrack 
I think I, I noticed that for one of the songs that Lily James sang, like in the movie, it was only like a minute cover. But then she did like the full cover, like on the actual soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And it was so, she has such a pretty voice. I love her voice too. And yeah. Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, I like yeah. I like their voices a lot. So, 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 so good. I can't stop. Oh my gosh. Very nice. Okay. I love this. Um, All right. And now it is time for the story of my life with Ashley, Kayla, Vanessa. And for those of you guys who are new to the podcast or don't know what a story of my life is, it's basically a segment that we like to do on our show where uh, one of the three members will bring a secret question to ask the other two members. And it's basically just a way for us to... um, share stories that we never told before to our audience and among us as well I yeah actually actually is a story of my life this week oh my god are you guys ready <laughs> yes okay. yeah so my question is uh what was your first concert and tell me about it like who were you with like who did you go with i mean um, oh yeah when was this like who was who were you seeing who was the opening act if you remember like tell me all about it i want to hear Okay, who's going to go first? first. You go first, Vanessa. <laughs> okay, so my first concert, One Direction. Um, I do! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. My first concert was 2015. Was it? No. No, it was 2014, actually. Wait, was, was it that, the Rose Bowl? Was that the Rose Bowl? Hold on, huh? Was, it was that the Rose Bowl? Yeah. That was my... It was... Uh, <laughs> That was my second. That was my oh first. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. 13th? Huh? I went on September 13th. I went on Niall's birthday. Oh my god. Yeah. I, I have chills. On Niall's birthday. I have chills. Oh my god. I don't god. remember what the date was exactly. <gasps> oh, Ma- Kayla, what? imagine we like crossed paths. I know. I sat all the way in the back though. Oh, I sat pretty close. Not floor, but really close. Yeah, I sat at the top. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. I can't remember, like, what the exact date that we went was. Mm-hmm. I think we might have gone... I don't think it was that day, but I went with um, my best friend from, like, middle school and high school. Her name is Paloma. Um, oh, my gosh, And she out. was... Like, yeah, shout out to Paloma. I don't know if she listens to the pod. I don't know. But if you do, hello. I love you. <laughs> um, she, uh, she was a super, super big, like, One Direction fan when we were in middle school. And I was... <sighs> That was so annoying. Um, I know. Because I was like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was like, I know Vanessa's not a big directioner. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, I listen to them a lot now. Uh-huh. But, um, but They had a grip on me. They had a, yeah. a chokehold on me. They, they had a grip on my friend, too, and she really, really loved them. And I used to be like, oh, my gosh, like, One Direction. They're not even, like, that great. Um, but she like invited me to their concert because her dad had bought her two tickets and her sister didn't want to go with her. So she like invited me to go. So I went and it was so fucking good. Like I started listening to them after that, like oh consistently because I was like, damn. I was like, huh, they're on to something. Oh my god. <laughs> it was so so fucking good. Um, I can't remember who the opening act was, which I mean I'm sure you guys know because you guys went. Of summer. You know. <laughs> was it? Yeah, it's five seconds of summer. Oh my god, I don't even... You you experienced the ultimate crossover in stan history. 
Like literally. I know. I'm like, that's like every Wattpad girl's dream. Literally, one you know? and five stars in the same, like, oh my god, stop. <laughs> yeah, well like we went, um we went to the show and it was really cool. We were like we went there probably like in the morning. Um we like went out to like LA and to like the Rose Bowl and stuff. It was just, it was really cool. Cause like I got to like spend the day with her and stuff. And we were both like super excited once we were like in there and it was just, I don't know. It was great. It was a vibe. That was, um, that was like the first, uh, that was the first concert that I had like gone to. And I was like, Hmm, I would like to keep doing this. Oh but so, yeah. Gosh. So like after that, that was like my, I don't want to say like my introduction to them, but that was like, once I went to the show, I was like, okay, like it was really good. So then I like started listening to them more. I and that. now, well, you know, you know how it is now. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I had a really good ala fresca at that stadium that day. Okay. I got lemonade that day. I remember. I got like off Jessica and it had like it felt like the chamoy and the bahine around the cup. Oh my god. I was like, yes, thank you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I always resonate things with food. I'm like, I had this food there and it was so No, I saw <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah, so that's what it was. It was One Direction, where we are tour. I feel like I should go after you since it's so similar. Um so yeah, my mine also was literally the same exact concert, but I went with my <laughs> My sister, um, my older sister, she took me to, like, when I first started going to concerts, she took me to all of them. Like, shout out to her. Because um, mm. all those screaming little girls, oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm so sorry to my sister because, wow, she really did that. <laughs> she drove me there. Um, well, since I live, like, I don't live that close to Pasadena, so I guess we went kind of early. I just remember waiting around in line and stuff. But I remember it was literally my dream come true, like going to that concert, because I was a big directioner. I had the posters all over my room. Like I was a Liam girl. I know we don't speak oh about gosh. Liam. Um, but I was a Liam girl. Like I was convinced we were gonna get married, you know? Like I love Liam Payne. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was like the best day ever, honestly. Um, and I sat pretty close to, um, again, I said not floor, but really close to it. And I just remember like screaming my heart out and being like so happy because they honestly were there for me when no one else yeah. was. Like, no, literally, like, I feel like music um, literally saved my life when I was younger. Like, I really appreciate that band. Like, some people are like, oh, like boy bands, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But they were honestly like, I literally felt so connected to them. Like, being there, I was so happy. Like, you couldn't tell me anything. And I had been a stan for a really long time. I wanted to go to their Take Me Home tour, but I was too, like, embarrassed to ask my parents if I could go to a concert because I'd never been to a concert before. So I was too embarrassed to be like, can I go to this concert? Um, So I waited yeah. until then, but it was the best night. And I was also a big Five Sauce fan, so that was really cool. Um, and they also had another opening act, only Real Ones Remember. His name was, I think, Jamie. I don't know. I think his That's name was... That's what I was thinking about. His name, mm-hmm. I think, was, was like Jamie or something like that. And I actually went to a, his concert. He had a concert at the Troubadour um, because I after his set, I became a big fan. And I went to his concert with my sister at the Troubadour. And, like, we took a picture and everything. So it was really cool. Aww. So yeah, I really like 
those opening acts, like, honestly, a lot of the concerts I've been to, like, the opening acts are, like, mid sometimes, but that time, they were both amazing, so that was, like, one of the best concert experiences. So, yeah, that was my first concert. Shout out to my sister again, because I don't know how you put up with all the screaming little girls, including me. Um, yeah. I don't know how. Yeah, so mine was actually um, Justin Bieber. Oh, <laughs> my God. My God. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you told me this. You told me this. Yeah. Yeah, write the story. So um, it was Justin Bieber when Baby was just released and he was playing at the Staples Center. And I was like, I was a, I would say I was a, like, I was a fan, right? But I didn't know, like, every single song off the album. I was, like, I listened to Baby. I listened to One Less Lonely Girl. And, like, I think this was before somebody that I used to know. I'm not sure. But, um, so basically... Somebody, somebody that, that I no used way, to know? know? Yeah. Somebody to somebody love. To somebody to love. Somebody to love. <laughs> 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 Not somebody that I used to know. <laughs> I was like, hold on. <laughs> I was like, wait. There's Sorry. something wrong with this. I need... Yeah. I need but um so yeah um it was Justin Bieber and the way it happened was I think I was in fifth grade I'm not sure the grade but I had gone home and my grandma and my mom were like Kayla we have a surprise for you like get in the car right and I remember they took we went to go eat a Mary's calendar that day and I, I, I don't know why but like I love those chicken nuggets at Mary's Calendar. They were so good. I thought like, it was Mary Calendar. It was a one. It was a one. Mary Calendars, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, and so it was the one in the Montebello Mall, and I like I loved those chicken tenders, whatever they were. Like it was that was one of my favorite places, and their pumpkin pie is just so good. And so I went thinking like, that's the surprise. Mm-hmm. you know and I was like that this is pretty good like I'm getting like chicken tenders mm-hmm. some pumpkin pie like this is this is life right now mm-hmm. and then I was like okay like are we going home now and she's like no like this is not the surprise mm-hmm. and so we drove for me it felt like two hours but it was probably like only 15 minutes we drove we drove to the staple center and I was like where are we at now she's like turn around and I see Justin Bieber with his freaking bowl haircut like <laughs> his old hairstyle mm-hmm. oh my god and I was like oh my god like wow like, I, I I was excited but at the same time I was like I only know three songs mm-hmm. you know and we sat it was me and my mom and my grandma we sat all the way at the top and I think it was like we we're like the only people sitting there and he put on a pretty good concert and my grandma really liked it mm-hmm. <laughs> but um it was it was a fun night but I don't. I I felt bad because like since I didn't know the songs, mm-hmm. I kind of like sat down. I felt like so sad, like for my mom. I was like, I hope I didn't disappoint her, like with my reaction. Mm-hmm. You know, like looking back at it now. But it was a fun night. And when I got out of the theater, my grandma she got me a T-shirt for like five dollars. Oh, that's yeah. It it was fun. I still have the T-shirt. Oh my god! To this day, I kept it. Collector. I kept my T-shirt from that day, and also. From the One Direction concert. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, I always get them outside the stadium. <laughs> oh, no, I got them in, but my niece, I think she has the one from the Rose Bowl. I think she has it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so that was that was my first concert. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. I just want to know because I'm like, were we all living the same lives? And me and Vanessa were. <laughs> it looks like we were, yeah. The way we literally crossed paths. I know, the way, like, imagine, that's, I don't know. That's it's kind of so cool. crazy. I know, that we all went. Oh my gosh. I know. Hmm. We are meant to be, that's why. <laughs> oh, clearly. <laughs> Not us and those other little girls, just us. Oh my god. So this concludes the story of my life. Thank you to me for bringing in this question. <laughs> uh, this also concludes our episode. We hope you enjoyed this new thing, the Soundwave Symposium. You know, we're going to be doing this like every couple, every other couple of episodes. So we're really looking forward to it. And on Insta, we're going to ask you guys like what other types of vibes or adjectives you'd like to hear um talk about like song wise and let us know if you're into it we always appreciate the feedback um make sure to follow us on our socials that's how we stay connected insta's the way to go we are not okay podcast um and then you could always follow our mains or our art accounts um if you're interested and Follow us on Twitter. We're not really active on there. So, like I said, Insta is the way to go. But our Twitter is We Are Not Okay Pod. You know, you're a devote fan. Um, <laughs> just make sure to follow us and stay connected. And be interactive in our polls, please, because that's how we get the feedback. So, yeah. Thank you again, you guys, for listening. We always appreciate it. And you'll hear from us very soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye, thank you.